Hey, this is John Lagodakis, and I want to thank you for joining me on this podcast. This podcast is a live recording of a call that I do each week with other internet marketers where we talk about how we can market our products and services better, how we can get more traffic and make more sales. Now, if you want to join this private coaching group, go ahead and visit my blog. It's johnlagodakis.com. That's J-O-H-N-L-A-G-O-U-D-A-K. Is.com. And also on the blog, I've got a transcript of everything that we talk about, including links to sites that I mentioned. I hope you get a lot out of today's recording. Hello, welcome to the call. Hello, John. That's Donald, was it? That's Donald, that's correct. Hey, welcome to the call, Donald. Thanks for joining us. Morning, uh, TK. Good to have you on the call as well. Hello. Hi. We have uh, Orika. Thanks. Welcome, Orika. Uh-huh. And we have uh, Julie as well on the call. Good morning, John. Right. Has the time been changed to 11 o'clock nowadays? No, no. It's yeah, just, it's uh, 4 o'clock here. Yeah, what the problem is with Brisbane is we, here in Brisbane we don't do daylight savings. Okay. <laughs> so that's why it could be, can be a bit confusing sometimes. I don't know why, TK, we don't do it, but we just don't do it. So it makes life harder for everyone. That's right. It's That's just right. Daylight, John. <laughs> Sorry. So what was that, Julie? So you get more daylight than what we do in Melbourne. Yeah, maybe we're like, oh, and we've got so much need daylight. daylight yeah, well, like, who needs daylight? It's like, yeah. But I tell you, the, the sun comes up really early here, really early. That's probably nice why you don't. Savings. That's why you don't need daylight saving. Uh, we do. I think we do, but uh, just for sanity, more well, not so much for the daylight. But uh, I mean, that that would be nice to have that extra daylight in the evening. But it's just more for. But you start earlier you know, than you, us. Uh, no, I'm not a morning person, Julie. <laughs> <laughs> Neither am I. I'm a I'm night a owl. Yeah, Orika, you you sorry, you were saying something as well. No, I want to ask you. Uh, you don't have the time changing at all because we changed the time two or three weeks ago. Yeah, that's right, Rika. We don't do any time changes here at all in Brisbane, oh, because okay. the world because the world revolves around Brisbane. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, I know about that. Warwick yeah, yeah, known well. as the Sunshine State. So, if you ever come to Australia, go to Queensland. Okay, I will do that. Yeah, if you like warmth? Yeah, that's where to go. If you want the cold, come down to Melbourne. You get all four seasons in the one day. Okay, yes. I will do. I will do yeah. a trip to see both of you. <laughs> That'll be nice. <laughs> yeah, that'll be good. That'll be good. Um, so, uh, what I wanted to do today is just follow up with everyone how you went in reviewing how things went for you in 2014, and then looking about your goals for 2015. Now, I don't expect anyone here to share specifics because it can be very personal. Uh, but um, has anyone here done that, like reviewed how they went this year and set some goals for next year? Mm, yes. Orika? Okay, great. Um, uh, TK? Good, good. So, Orika, is there anything you'd like to share? Like, has this exercise helped at all? Uh, yeah, yes. You said uh, uh, to do, I guess, uh, I, I look... Over 2014, when I learned a lot, working with you was a great year for me and with all you guys, which I learned a lot about that. And especially from the last uh, 
recall when we talk about managing the time, that was a, a place where I am pretty bad. So um, we got an idea from one of our friends saying to write down the time. And I start doing that and I am more accountable with the time. Because oh, great. I didn't know how the time was running. So um, kind mm -hmm. of I set my goal <clears throat> for next year. And, uh, you know, I'm, I am um, working to develop my business with the water. And I know I have mm -hmm. other resources which I need because our product is great. Uh, I spent one year learning a lot and uh, doing uh, marketing here, there. So I kind of know what is working right now. And mm -hmm. um, I want to focus on um, uh, this business. And uh, my goal is uh, because, you know, unemployment rate is pretty high here. And okay. uh, I learned that from the time when my son lost his job. Uh, so it was so easy to bring him in the business because I have all the knowledge and I can do a very fast training and they can jump in doing the business and um, I focus now on um, the like a job fair to talk with people who don't have job and to take them under my wing like an internship and mm -hmm. because they can use from the beginning my home and the free sample from my house and just yes. to ask them to go out and distribute the water because business is very easy. You have the water, you share with the people the water, they share the benefits and they decide if it's good for them or no. But it takes a lot mm -hmm. of time to go out to share the, the water. So um, yes. I will find, I, uh, my goal actually is to find the 10 people who will work with me uh, and we will do the distribution and I will provide all mm -hmm. the infrastructure and everything. And um, kind of I found the strategy to go to like to to contact like a manager of the big buildings, which have around a lot of apartment. And if I can mm -hmm. bring in the board a few managers then they will be a great asset because they have contact with a lot of people without moving very a lot. And yes. uh, another segment of market will be the restaurant. As I told you, I sold that unit, the big one, yes. 6,000 unit, and that is really a great market, it's a, a great product. And um, yeah, awesome. Good. another one, it's... Um, to go to the business like me, like mine, which are working with elderly because it's a great product and also it's a good extra income. Uh, I was just thinking as you're talking again, and I really appreciate you sharing with us your strategy for 2015. And I'm excited for you. I think you're going to do very well. I, you know, I think it's great that you're looking at uh, strategic partnerships and working with more people. That's really important. And um, I'm sure you're going to do really well. Uh, what I... So what, yeah, what we talked about last week was reviewing 2014, setting some goals for 2015, and then setting specific uh, action items that we're going to do, like daily, weekly, maybe even monthly tasks. 
that we're going to do to make sure that we achieve the goals for 2015. Yes. And I wanted to ask as well for everyone else on the call, has anyone here uh, written down specific goals and maybe even a strategy for how to achieve those goals for 2015? You don't have to share the specifics. I'm just curious to see if anyone's done that. Um, as for goals, uh, look, I'm 63 and I'm going to retire in two years. And now if I'm going to have a reasonable lifestyle, I need somewhere. I mean, I earn, I'll tell you how much I earn a year, uh, 34000 so I somewhere mm-hmm. between fifty and a hundred thousand a year to have a reasonable, reasonable lifestyle. You know, the internet yep. lifestyles, shall we say? Mm-hmm. So that is that would be a goal for me for next year to try and figure out how to do that. Okay. Uh, so um, so you've got your income goal. Now, um, have you created any strategies on how you're going to achieve that? Well, uh, you know, obviously, um, I'm interested in music, and uh, you know, uh, I, I need to get out there. And I have met many friends and associates who are in the music business, and I read what they say, and it is very difficult. It is quite difficult. You know, it's, uh, some of those people are extremely talented. They can write their own music, write their own songs, and record them, and get them out there, and they still make nothing. So it's you know, it's a hard slog. Mm-hmm. So that mm-hmm. is obviously not something that's going to you know, I mean, I enjoy it and I will do it, but it's not something that's going mm-hmm. to make me very much money. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Now, look, I, I don't disagree. I mean, I don't know the industry like you do, but there is something I do know. Do you, have you noticed, Lyle, that there's people that do work well in the music industry that are not as talented as people that you know? Oh, of course, yeah. Okay, can you give me an example of anyone that comes to, does anyone come to Oh, Justin Bieber. Okay. All right, Justin Bieber. Okay. Yeah, gets, Let's pick on Justin. Why not? Every, everybody else does. The thing is about that is that um, you know shows like X Factor and whatnot, they mould these kids into something that they probably don't even really want to be. And I've seen that happen, yes. you know, yeah. over the years. Uh, so and and, and 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 Dave Grohl is right. You know, get in the garage with your mates, bash out a few tunes. And 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 learn your craft that way. You become you become tighter tighter musicians. You know what each other's thinking, and you may end up making pretty good music. That's how you do it. Now and now there's a difference. And 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 strut your stuff. Basically. Okay. Now, if you wanted to do music as a business, like for income, you have to differentiate two things. One is creating music as an art okay Mm. and then there's creating music for income they're two different things yeah because you're right i mean there's people out there that are making a lot of money in the music industry where and they don't have as much talent as other people that are struggling not making much money or not making any money Mm. and it's not always the case but usually it's the case because it's not just about the music. It's about your business sense. That's right. And, and getting the lucky breaks and, 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 and having to deal with um, some pretty shonky people at times. Yeah. Now, I, I believe that we create our own lucky breaks. Oh, well, okay. By, being, by getting ourselves out there, we create those breaks. So what I would recommend for you, Lyle, like you, I don't know the music industry, right? Mm. But I know you do. I want you to think about what is it 
that people will pay you money for, the kind of money you want to earn, what is it you need to be giving to the market for them to pay you the money you want to earn? Now, because I don't want you to be thinking, oh, uh, what's the best type of music I can make and can I make money from it? No, because that's, that's usually the mindset, right? Yeah. I want you to think about, okay, for the music industry, what's something I can provide that I will get paid the money that I'm looking, that I want to earn? Does that make sense? Well, it makes sense, but it opens up a whole uh, a whole array of different areas other than actually sit, sit, sitting in front of someone with a guitar and singing. <laughs> well, exactly, and it might, and it might, yeah. but that's the price, you know. Like if you want to, if you want to do it for art and as a hobby, that's one thing. But if you want to be doing it to create income, mm. you have to look at it in a different way. <clears throat> Oh, look, I appreciate what you're saying. You know, and, and look, it's not necessarily where I'm heading is not necessarily or where I want to head is not necessarily making fifty to $100,000 a year out of music. I mean, there's, you know, obviously there's something out there. I do it all the time, you know. That's why, I, that's why I started to get interested in how to make money on the internet, you know. Like, you know, I mean, yeah. people make money as a, an Amazon affiliate. Don't they? Yep. They do, don't they? Yeah, they do. They do. Yeah, they do. But it, it's and and this is the thing, right? A lot of people they they think uh, that I can just you know they have this sort of really vague concept like make money online, make money as an Amazon affiliate. But the people that are making real good money. How are they actually doing it? That's what you got to ask yourself. Well, that's exactly right. That's what I'm. That's why I'm on the internet trying to find all that out. I mean, I've, yeah. I've, I've, I've spent literally. Well, I won't tell you exactly how much, but a couple of thousand probably trying yeah. to find all this out and yeah. being burnt. No, I, I will tell you. I'll tell you exactly how it's done. It's, it is the the stuff that we've been talking about. Okay, uh, not so much today, but. In previous weeks, we talked about creating value, getting a following, and then promoting stuff to your followers. Yeah. So the people that are making money, uh, good money as Amazon affiliates, that's what they do. Mm. That's that's how they do it. So if you want to, excuse <coughs> me, make money with Amazon, you typically you'll pick a niche that you want it to focus on. You create something that provides value. So you get a following, and then you promote, what you know the Amazon products that you that you want to promote and earn money. It's the same if you want to earn income with music, because a lot of people come online, and they hear about they're going to make money online, and they um, they sort of just think that it happens automatically. Well, yeah, this you know you just put up a website and wait, for, you know people are going to come somehow. Mm. And then they're going to buy your stuff. You know, that's the basically what a lot of people imagine in their minds. Okay, uh, but you, we all know from our own personal experience, when we're going to buy something, we go to places we trust, right? Yeah. Okay. So if I want to buy a book, I'll go to Amazon. Um, if I want to buy something like an electronic gadget, I might get to eBay. Um, if I want to buy an audio book, I go to Audible.com. And stuff like that, right? So the only time people are going to buy through you 
products is if you have that relationship of trust with them. Mm. So if you're you know, providing value and they like you and they want to either they want to buy your stuff or the stuff that you're recommending. But um, there's no just sort of, do you know what I'm saying? Like a lot of people have that mentality, look, I'll just throw up something, people will come and they'll buy my stuff. It just, that just doesn't work. You know, it might have worked years ago, maybe, you know, when when there wasn't as much websites around and, um, you know, when the internet first started up and you could buy traffic a lot cheaper, um, you know, that kind of stuff could have worked, but it just doesn't work today. It's not the way it works. Now, that's not to say that you can't make money online. Definitely, that's not what I'm saying at all. If you have, if you use the correct strategies, you don't have any competition because everyone's doing what I just said, that kind of stuff. Yeah. But if you stand out as someone different, if you stand out as someone that's that's willing to provide value to the market and to really give of yourself, you got to really give of yourself. Okay. And so we talked about law. I know we talked for you previously about. Um, you know, maybe maybe an idea was to offer a free guide, whether it's a written one or a video guide, uh, about how to get your first gig. Yeah. Because that's something you have experience in. You know people would like that knowledge. Um, so that's that's one way. You can provide value, get a following, uh, and then people either buy your music or they'll buy stuff that you recommend. You know, you might have a strategic partnership with uh, uh, music stores or whatever where you say, hey, if if you want a really good PA gear, I recommend you head on over to that store. Mention my name; they'll give you a discount, and you know, you know, stuff like that. Yeah. Okay, there's different ways, but all right. So, see, so going back to what we're talking about with our goals for 2015, our strategies. So that's great that you've got an income goal, Lyle. So you've got an income goal. So what you need to do now is you got to look at, you got to think to yourself, okay, if I'm going to be in that type of income, what is the market going to? What do I need to give to the market for them to pay me for that? And then you you work that out, okay? You work that out. What is it you need to provide to the market? How, uh, what steps are you going to take to create that? And, and go ahead and um, and do that. Uh, what I wanted to also say, Orika brought up something really interesting before. She said she has a specific income goal, but she didn't want to say it because, you know, like we might not believe her. Now, this is really interesting because you will earn you life will give you what you expect it to give you i think whatever her whatever her income goal was for her is realistic for her and uh, you know i i don't particularly want to know what her income goal yeah. is but uh it means something to her so yes. uh you know go for it yeah and i'm i'm talking to everyone here i'm talking to everyone i'm making these comments your how much you earn is going to be based on your expectations, not your ability. It's going to be based on your expectations. All right, so I just I just spent a week in Tonga, right? And over there, they earn around $2.50 an hour. If you, so what's that? $2.50 by 40, that's, uh, that's about 80. $80 or something. Dollars, about, it's about $100 a week, right? So that's a typical wage in Tonga is a hundred dollars a week. Okay, now uh, so and if the, if you're earning like four hundred, if you're earning more than four hundred a month in Tonga, you're earning good money. Okay, but for us, you know what I mean. If for us to go to Tonga and make that kind of money, it's really hard, isn't it? 
You see, they can be, someone in Tonga can be quite content on $500 a month. But for you and I to go to Tonga, because what you also have to realize in Tonga, the, the cost of living is the same or even more expensive than in the US or in Australia. So they, they pay around the same price or even more for their fruit and vegetables. Their electricity is more expensive. Okay? So their living expenses are the same or even more than what we pay, yet their income is, let's say, around 500 for a single person, four to $500 a month. Again, that's good money. So how do they survive, John? Yeah, well, that's right. Like they, they typically don't live singly like we do. They, they work as a family together. Yeah, that's a good idea. That's how they survive. But do you understand, understand what I was trying to say? You see, they might be really, they might be content with that because that's their expectation. That's what they've, they've grown up with. But you and I, to go live there and earn $500 a month and, and pay the same kind of expenses that we normally pay, we just couldn't do it. We wouldn't be able to because we, we just can't accept the fact that we're earning 10 times less than what we could be. Does everyone understand what I mean? Yep. Yeah. yeah. So when when your expectations, when you raise your expectations, you will earn more. Because when you, for example, when you go to, to a job and they say to you, um, they're going to pay you 50000 a year, that's how much they're offering. Now, whether you accept it or not is up to you. If you feel that you're worth 50000 a year, you'll go and take that job or you'll look for jobs that pay that much. For for people that have an expectation of earning a hundred thousand per year, they they wouldn't settle for that. They will do what is necessary to to get themselves a job that is paying them a hundred thousand a year. They will do what is necessary because that's their expectation. They they have to be earning a hundred thousand a year. For someone that wants to be earning a million dollars a year, they will do what is necessary to earn that million dollars a year. You know, they'll start their own business typically because you're not going to find a job that pays that much unless you're a CEO. And if that's the case, you know, they'll, they'll do what it takes to become a CEO. So what I'm trying to say is that don't ever think to yourself, oh, I can't earn that much money because really you are your only limitation. Now, this, I, I've had this apply in my own life. Um, you know, I, when I first started out uh, with internet marketing, I was going to be super happy to be earning $5,000 a month profit from my business. Now, today, I mean, and, and, and when I got to that point, I was really happy. But then I raised my, you know, but then I pushed myself. Yeah, and, but then I thought to myself, hey, really, if I tried hard, I could be earning double that or, or triple that or 10 times that. I could be earning 100 times that. And so, I've, so now I'm not happy with $5,000 a month profit. That's a bad month. Right, and, and I've been able to, 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 to do better than that, and I will continue doing better than that because as I reach that, you know, as I reach income goals, I, I set myself a new one, and I know that my, I, I understand that my only limitation is myself. Now, these kind of things don't happen overnight. I'm not saying that if you, if you say to yourself all of a sudden, I'm going to be making $100,000 per month from my business, my online business, I'm not saying you're going to do that within a year. You might. If some people do that. Most of us don't, you know, we have to take baby steps, you know, but un unless you realize that you set your own limits, you will never achieve big things, okay? So it's like, it's like the flea in the jar. You know, has everyone heard the analogy of the flea in the jar? No, never heard. Okay, so if you put a flea in a, in a jar with a lid on it, 
it'll jump up and down and it'll hit it'll hit the lid right it'll, it'll hit the lid and after so many times hitting that lid jumping up and down it'll it'll it'll, it'll yeah maybe <laughs> but it'll it'll actually jump a little bit lower than the lid it won't jump as high anymore so it doesn't keep hitting itself on the lid it'll just jump just it'll reach a height as it jumps just below the jar lid now once the flea does that if you take away the lid that flea will never jump out of the jar because it's created a habit exactly and it doesn't right. try anymore because yeah. the first instance was when he jumped so many times he hit himself yeah. And I think and, and, we just we get discouraged, and that's what it is. When we get discouraged, we don't try as hard anymore. Yeah, yeah, that's right. So you know, growing up when we're kids, you know, we believe anything's possible. You know, we we learn, we teach ourselves to walk with the help of our parents. We learn to walk. We learn to talk. And you think about that. I want you to think about that. I want you to think about the fact that you, you know, you. That's an amazing thing to teach yourself to go from not being able to walk to walk to running, to handling tools and all that coordination stuff. Teaching yourself to talk, to speak a language. Uh, teaching yourself to drive a vehicle. You know, I think we take a lot of the stuff that we've achieved for granted. We do. We think, oh, because you know why? Because everyone else is doing it. Um, so you need to look at yourself and think. You got to look at people. Let's whatever you want to achieve. I'm, I'm not telling you what to achieve, but whatever it is you want to achieve, I want you to look at people that have achieved what you want to achieve, and I want you to tell yourself, hey. I am no different to that person because you're not. You've you're got no to look at it this way, John. If they can do it, you can do it or even exactly. better. Oh, that's right. That's exactly right. So this is something extremely important. This mindset is so important. Now, by by creating goals and creating strategies what it, uh, to achieve those goals, what it does, it gives us the confidence in our dreams. Okay. Because if you create a goal and you say, okay, and then you create a strategy how you're going to achieve that goal, and it's a sound strategy, like there's no reason why you shouldn't achieve that goal if you follow your strategy, then if you're persistent and diligent, you will achieve that goal. Now, it might take a bit longer than what you expect. Sometimes you will achieve your goal sooner. Sometimes it'll take longer. But if you're persistent, um, you will achieve it. And I've definitely found that to be true in my life. See, a lot of people, a lot of my family and friends, they see the stuff that I've been able to achieve and, you know, sometimes, you know, they, they might not necessarily say it, but you can tell they think, wow, you know. But then they say, um, but then they might, and I can know what else they're saying to themselves. Like when I talk to family members and I say, hey, you, hey, you can also do this, their attitude is, nah, you're different to me. But I'm not. I'm no different to you, to family members, to friends, we're all the same, but it's it's all really in our mindset. Okay. Um, yes, but now, you are different, John. And in order to achieve, you have to be consistent and you have to be very self-disciplined. And not everybody yeah. is willing to do that because it's not easy. No, it is. Yeah, isn't. that's right. Exactly right. So, but everyone could do it. Yes, but they, it's but... the choice. It's the choices they make. Um, I guess what I'm talking about is that attitude of I, I can't do it. That that's not true. Whether, whether you choose to do it or not is a different story. Yes. Yeah. You have to go by the idea I can do it. I can do it. 
yeah that mm. and we can but it's not easy and we have to do a lot of sacrifice and you have to go out of run which is not easy because you are mm -hmm. so easy you i talk with a lot of people and they say oh i make a decent income from this one and why should i do something different because you can dream something different for your children, for your grandchildren, you can build a legacy. We have all the tools to mm. do. Mm. We just yeah. have to yeah. set up our mind and to have the desire and to make a plan and to follow the plan. Yeah, yeah. and as you were talking about that, Rika, there's something that came to my mind. Now, <laughs> now there's, there's two types of pain in the world. There's the pain of discipline, so the pain of you know actually being disciplined and in, in, in going and in, in achieving things you want to achieve, or the pain of regret, and that's the pain of not doing anything, and then looking back on your life and regretting that you didn't achieve the things you wanted to do. So either way, whether you're disciplined and you go and achieve stuff and you and you and you actually have a fulfilling life, you either go through that and you go through some pain. As you, you go for discipline, but you have that joy too, and the fulfillment, or you have the pain of not doing anything and then regretting. So, either way, there's going to be pain. I'd rather the pain of discipline, achieving stuff, and like you said, leaving a legacy behind and all that kind of stuff. That's uh, really important. Um, the pain of so, discipline, it correlates with the happiness. Exactly. That's exactly right. Exactly. Now, um, so. As you're doing your goals for 2015, so I have six areas that I create goals in. Uh, I do. Per, I have personal development goals. So and and typically for me, I, I like to listen to audio books and different types of ones. Like I'll listen to uh, relationship ones. I'll listen to business ones. I like hist I'll listen to history ones. I'll listen to uh, um, uh, science and so I try to mix it up a bit. Like so, I get you know a bit of knowledge in all different areas. Um, I have goals for family. So, how am I going to build a, a happier family unit? Now, what are we going to do as a family to uh, become stronger as a family? Uh, I, I create goals for uh, my physical body. So, what type of exercise I'm going to do? What am I going to be eating? Um, that kind of stuff. Um, spiritual goals. So, I create goals about uh, for my own spirituality. Uh, so, I know everyone's different there when it comes to spiritual things. Um, business. I create goals of what do I want the business to achieve uh, during the year, and then I create an income goal. Okay, so how much do I want to be earning? So that's the kind of goals that I create, and then I, I do specific strategies. Okay, how am I gonna? What am I gonna do specifically to reach that goal? So I encourage each of us, if you haven't done that yet, I'd encourage you to do that. Now the other thing we were going to talk about today was um, about outsourcing because we talked about that last time and I mentioned that today we will talk about what uh, what you can do to outsource. So I'm going to go, uh, where are we outsourcing? Okay, so the first thing with outsourcing, you want to outsource so that you're free to manage your business instead of getting bogged down with the day-to-day -day stuff. Um, outsourcing is all about living your dream lifestyle. So it's, it's being able to uh, know that your business is running without it needing you. Um, typically within your outsource, you get a better quality of work because the person is, like, especially if you hire well, 
that person is specific to the task you want done and they're focused on it. They're not like you because as a business owner, you, you've got a million things happening um, besides just the everyday tasks. Um, you can outsource also. You can specialize tasks. You can, you can have someone that you outsource day-to-day stuff to. And then you can also, let's say a specific thing you need to done that you need done, you can go to Fiverr or Elance and get someone, pay someone to do a specific task. Um, delegate mundane tasks. Like This is the main reason I wanted to outsource was to the, the everyday boring stuff uh, that needed to get done. Uh, get that. I, I delegate that. Um, now, you want to be outsourcing when, you, when you're at the point that your staff member is paying for themselves and making you a profit. That's the best point. So for me, it took me a few years to get to that point where I could hire someone and it was actually worth it. You know, I, mean, I don't necessarily recommend you do that right at the beginning when you're not making any profit because uh, that just puts an extra strain on you. Uh, now, if you, if you really do want to outsource uh, relatively early in, in your business, um, you can maybe find someone part-time or ad hoc. Now, also with outsourcing, there's less liability. So if you find that it's just not working out, you can easily let that person go and find someone else. Okay, it's fair to do that. You know, you, it's not like if you're hiring someone um, working for you full time, where you you know you got all the red tape and everything involved. So now that's the pros of outsourcing. The the cons of outsourcing is that you it's can be hard to find someone that's reliable. Okay, um, someone that that you can trust. Um, and also, you need to train them. At, you know, at the beginning, usually they're not—they're not going to be firing on all on all cylinders. You need to train them up. Okay, so let me tell you what I do. The steps I go through when I'm ready to hire someone. The first thing I do is write up my job ad. Okay, and um, where I go to hire people part time or full time. I go to a site called onlinejobs.ph. It's um, I like hiring from the Philippines. I find that um, Filipino workers they're loyal and they're hardworking. Their English is very good. They have very similar hours to me in Australia. Um, but even if you're in a part of the world where they 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 usually are very flexible, where they're happy to work your hours or at least part of the, the time they're happy to work your hours if you need to collaborate. Um, so what I do is I post, so I get an account with online jobs and I post an ad and, um, you need to be very specific in your ad. Okay. So I'm going to go to, um, one of the jobs that I've got posted here currently because we're looking for an SEO guy and, um, so this, I've, I've actually had, it's really good because I've had a lot of people, I post, the, I post the job ad and then I actually get people emailing me. I've had like over 50 people send me their resume. Wow. So that's heaps of people I can actually go through, look at their resumes and, and, and hire someone. So, so when I look at my job ad, I'm, like again, I'm very specific. I tell them what the position title is, what, what they're going to be doing. Um, I tell them uh, what I, I need from them. So, for example, I put here, communicate well, work as part of a team, do things that bring results. And I tell them they're actually going to get weekly bonuses will be paid on successful results because that's really important. 
when, whenever I hire someone, I don't tell them, hey, I just want you to work for me 40 hours a week or 20 hours a week because that's not what I want. What I want, I, I'm hiring them to, to achieve specific results. So I tell them, look, yes, you need to be working and you need to be available eight hours a day for a full-time person. But however, it's not your time that is, in, that is valuable to me. It's the results that you bring through your work. And what I tell them is that I will give them a bonus based on their results. So I'll pay them their salary, but I'll, I'll also give them a bonus. And it depends what their task is. So for the SEO guy, I basically said to, I, I say to them, hey, I'm, we're going to check the analytics. Like we'll do a baseline before they begin to see how much SEO traffic we're actually getting. And for the site that I'm currently working on, the, um, the, the traffic was fairly non-existent. And so what I look is, okay, so we're going to be looking at the actual um, organic traffic that they're able to bring in over time. Now, I don't expect results within the first two months because I know SEO takes a while. But um, so I, and I tell them, hey, when, as you start bringing in traffic and people actually start opt opting into our list, um, we're going to pay you per opt-in bonus because that's what we really want. We don't. I'm not interested in getting a high page rank and lots of traffic to my site. What I really want is targeted traffic opting in to the list because that's how we're going to get results because then we contact those leads and we make sales, right? So um, the bonus is based on the opt-ins that they're able to bring in based on their SEO work. So that, does everyone understand how that's going to help me get results rather than someone that's just working for me eight hours a day? Uh, yes, I do. Yeah. Okay. Great. Great. So, depending on what you want to achieve with your is uh, your person you're outsourcing to, you you offer them bonuses based on results, the results you want to achieve. Another really important thing I I tell them in the job description is that I I need them to provide me a daily report of tasks performed at the end of the day. Now, I don't expect them to write this, you know, lengthy stuff, just real just a few sentences, really brief what bullet points, whatever, what they did for that day. That's very, very important. And and I, I look at that over that every day and then I reply and I say to them, hey, thanks for uh, thanks. Or sometimes, uh, you know, based on what the work they've done, I've gone and checked it and, and maybe something needs to be altered. Like, you know, so I'm making sure I'm checking over everything, especially at the beginning, you want to be doing that, checking their work. So it's really important for you to know what they've done that day. Now, I don't, because we're paying them and they know that it's all about results. I don't hound them, like you know, making sure that they're actually at their desk, you know, the hours they're supposed to be working and all that kind of stuff. I'm very flexible. If they need to take half a day off and they're, and they're willing to make it up, you know, over the weekend or whatever, that's fine. You want to have a relaxed working environment. For full-time people, I tell them that they, they don't have to work on public holidays and I'll still pay them for that day. And they're usually very happy with that. That's not something that you're expected to do, but that's something that I do. All right. Um... So then I go and tell them the main things that they'll actually be doing. So for this particular one, I'm telling them that they need to handle our WordPress sites, uh, the SEO for that sites, and that we focus on lead generation. Okay. Um, I also want someone that's gonna, that can work well with editing videos and images. Uh, I tell them that this is a long-term business partnership because sometimes a lot of them, they get uh, contract work, like specific... Mm -hmm. Uh, jobs that you know that only last a few days or a few weeks or a few months or maybe a year and that's it. But I could tell you that most of them want 
full-time permanent long, work. long-term employment yeah exactly so if that's what you're offering let them know because that is you're gonna um, that's going to very much appeal to the right to, especially to the right people so let them know the how long the position you expect the position to be for and I actually say this position is not suited to someone looking for short-term contract or freelancing so I let them know because I want someone full-time for the long term I also tell them that they will be paid on a daily basis for the first week to show that we are genuine. And then I pay them weekly after that. Now, that's very important because I want to get the best workout from them up front because if they're not performing on the first day, uh, I, don't, I, don't, I let them go immediately. Because you know what I mean? If someone's not going to do a good job for you on their first day on the job, it's not going to get any better. It's like dating. Trust me, it's not going to get any better. So um, I, what I do on the first day, I shall go into that a bit later, but I tell them to forward their expression of interest to the email address provided and any examples of past work. I tell them how much their base salary is, that's full time, and that's it. Okay, so that's the job. That's the job ad. And I also tell them a little bit about us. I, I mentioned that we're Australian-based, uh, that we're an established, successful business. So we're not because that that if that's your case, let them know that because um, that way they, they know feel more they, secure. Yeah, they'll know who they're working for and not just yeah. some fly by nighter. Exactly, exactly. So let them know if you're serious. Let them know you're serious. That 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 really helps. So the next thing I do, number two, is I check the resumes and use Skype to talk to them. So I go through the resumes. Um, if I see something I like, I contact them on Skype. Uh, and if I don't have their Skype, I send them an email and let them know my Skype address. And ba- basically, I want to, I want to talk to them on Skype. That's what I do. So I talk, and, I, and I get on the I get on. So there's a few reasons why you want to talk with them on Skype. You want to uh, get a, get a good idea of their personality because to me, personality is more important and attitude is more important than your skills. Because a lot of the stuff, a lot of tra- a lot of internet marketing stuff, people can people that are in that industry, they can easily learn it, right? But if they've got the wrong attitude or their English is, is not good, then that's then you can create you want, problems. Yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be bad. Hmm. Bad. So so I like to talk to them just to get a feel for their attitude, uh, personality, how good their English is and stuff like that. And what I do when I'm talking to them, there's a few things I do. One first thing I do is um, I sorry, I'll just put typing it up here. Uh, I confirm that they understand the job position and the requirements, because some you don't you know sometimes people they just apply to jobs if you know what I mean. Oh, oh yeah, that looks like good money. Uh, yeah, I'll just apply for that one. So you make you need to confirm that they understand exactly what you re- require from them. Now I already mentioned uh, what I also tell them on the call is that if for the successful person they have to report back at the end of it every day just a very brief report and so just make sure that they, they're happy to do that and there's usually, they usually don't have a problem with that i tell them that i'm going to pay them daily for the first week and then weekly thereafter okay now the next thing and and that makes them very happy too because like i said almost all of them have been scammed at one point or another sadly mm. uh, you know people hire them get them to do stuff and don't pay them so that's why it's very important to, to tell them that because, you, again, you want to get the best out of them on the first day. Now, on the first day, I give them a very specific task, a challenging task, not too challenging, but something, you know, that you, you can tell that they've got 
skills, the skills that that you, you're looking for, or if they don't have, if they don't know how to do it, they're going to communicate with you, because you don't want someone that you know is the type of person that if they get stuck, they don't say anything, and then at the end of the day, they say they, they report to you and say, hey, I didn't do this because I wasn't sure how to do it. You know, you don't want that. So you, you want to give them a specific challenging task to do on their first day and have them report back to you at the end of the day. Um, and then, uh, so I'll give you an example. So for the SEO, for the, for this SEO position, what I did was um, I asked them to create uh, two, two, actually three things I asked them to do. One thing I asked them to do was to come up with a plan. Oh, sorry, SEO keywords. I asked them to go to my website and tell and and tell me what keywords we should be targeting. You know, ones that have a fairly good search volume but not a lot of competition. So ones that we can easily rank for and they'll actually get us some traffic. So I asked them to give me a report of what keywords they recommend that we target. And because it, um, this particular site, it was a niche that they might not be familiar with, I actually gave them some ideas as well, like some of the keywords that they could do a search around. And then I, another task I gave was to tell me the plan, their SEO strategy. What are they gonna actually do once we've, once we've uh, happy with the keywords that we're gonna target, what are they actually gonna do to get those get our site ranking for those keywords. And the third thing I asked them to do was I had this image on the website that I wasn't happy with that I created myself and I said to them, hey, can you create a better image? Because remember, I'm, I'm looking for someone that can do stuff with images. So I asked them, hey, can you create, redo this image and make it a bit better, right? So, and that, you know, they say, and this is stuff that I figured they could do within a day. It wasn't, you know, too much, you know, I don't, but, but I would get, from those tasks, I would get a very good idea if this person was the right person. Now, the next point I have is, if you're not happy with their work, continue uh, continue on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. If you're happy with their work, continue on with them. Okay? So if you're happy with the first day and they've re and they reported back, if they don't report back, let them go. Because if they can't follow a simple task, even if they've done the work, if they're not reporting back, so you just ignore them, John, or do you no, just let no, them know no. that they're not, you know, following your plan? Yeah, look, I, I just basically say to them, hey, um, yeah, if they've done the back. work, if they've done the work that day, I actually pay them for the day, and I say, look, um, it's not working out. Thanks anyway. Yeah, that's it. That's basically what so I say. So you don't pay now, them either. If, oh, I pay them for that day. Oh, just for that day. For, for the day that work they did that day, I'll pay them. Mm -hmm. Uh, but I'll, and then I'll let them know, hey, look, you've been paid for the day's work, but it's not working out. Now, it's not just if they don't report back. If there's anything you find that, you know, if you find you're having issues on the first day, don't continue. There's so many people out there looking for full-time work. Don't follow through. If they're not, yeah, just go and find someone else. Trust me. Mm. You don't, don't go through the headache of holding on to someone, hoping they're going to do better. It's just not worth it. No. Um, so I'll give you an example. So I've gone through three people already. Okay. <laughs> so, so one, the first guy, uh, he looked, his credentials are good. He's had a couple of degrees. Um, he was, he was there on the first day, communicated, but he actually, he made changes to the live site. All I asked him to do was, or maybe that was the second day. Sorry. The first day he did fine, right? He did all the stuff. Mm. I paid, I paid him for that day. The second day, he went and made changes to a couple of the lead capture pages so they weren't actually even showing up at all. Oh. Like if someone click, clicked on the contact us, they go to an error 404 page. Oh. 
for the uh, for an apply now page and a contact us page. Oh. And, and and there was another page too. There was a three pages that were like that. The, the clickable links on the navigation weren't working <gasps> because he he changed the URL to make it URL friendly. Like uh, you know, like he put the keyword in the URL. Oh. So before it was contact us for for, for example, and he changed it to like studying in Australia or something like that. And I said, myself, you just you know just do stuff like so that. So he you know actually I mean? ruined your pages <laughs> in a sense. Yeah. So. Yeah, so so I thought to myself, someone with that, with the amount of experience he had, and the degrees that he had, and all that, that was just a basic mistake, shouldn't have made. Now, either uh, now something's happening here. Either he's just not good, or he's actually sub outsourced it. He's actually he's actually the kind of person that has a group of of uh, rookies that he's actually. Paying Hi. less money, oh you know yeah, what I mean? he's made. So if I'm I'm paying him a certain amount of money, he's paying them a bit less, getting someone else to do the work, and he's making a profit. Yeah. So because that was just crazy, I thought, well, who would do something like that? So I I told him um, I changed the password. First of all, I changed the access he had to the WordPress site. Yeah, so that uh, way he would have trouble accessing your site. Yeah, so you can't because you don't want to tell someone you're not, you know, like that still has access to your site that they're no longer working for you. Mm. Because some people can get vindictive. Of course they can. That, yeah. So that's very important. So so basically I told him, I said, to, I explained to him why, uh, like what had happened. I said to him, look, do you realize that this has happened? And he's like, oh, you know, he apologized and he, he actually fixed it up. And he fixed it up. I, I paid him for that day. Mm-hmm. I changed the password. Mm-hmm. And I said to him, look, sorry, it's not working out. Mm. Okay. All right. So uh, then I had another guy. He was supposed to start on the Monday. He he didn't contact me on Skype until Wednesday, oh. right? Because he had he actually had internet problems over the weekend and and, for, and over Monday and Tuesday. He actually did send me an email on Tuesday, but I, I didn't actually see it until he contacted me on Skype. But still, sending me an email on Tuesday morning when you're supposed to start Monday morning, mm. you know what I mean? Even if he did have internet problems, you don't send me an email on Tuesday morning because he could have easily gone and, and done that, you know what I mean? Gone to someone's house and said, hey, send me an email, but... Or you could or have whatever. gone to an, a library. They usually have uh, computers in there. Yeah, or use your smartphone or whatever if you had one. Yeah. So th- there's lots of ways. You, you don't, when you're starting the first day on the job, you don't contact your employer the day after mm. and say, hey, I'm having, I'm having internet problems, you know. Mm. So I had to let him go. Mm. Uh, and the third guy, I can't remember the reason why off the top of my head. But but I'm not afraid to do that because and I and I typically explain to them. I'm not harsh with them. I'm not, you know, obnoxious or anything. Look, I I'll, I'll usually explain to them why. Actually the the guy that um that came back to me on Wednesday that Skyped me on Wednesday, we actually had a very long conversation. Mm. And I explained to him, I said to him, look, would you hire me if I did the same thing? And I asked him in all honesty, would you do that? And so he understood why I let him go. Mm. And, and, I, and I sort of explained to him because hopefully for him in the future, he won't make that same mistake. Mm-hmm. You know, like learn to be more responsible and stuff like that. So um, that's the way I, I handle it. John, what's the yeah. link for those online jobs? Is it onlinejobs.com? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, it's onlinejobs.ph. I will put it. Okay, so that's the site there. Um, oh, okay. What's the PH stand for? Uh, Philippines. Oh, Philippines. But it's, but it's, Engli- but it's English. It's okay. It's not in uh, Tagalog or something like that. So the website, yeah, I'll just put it here, onlinejobs.ph is a site. So, okay, so, so the, and the, um, 
Okay. Yes. Is there one for Australia onlinejobs.au? Look, for, for outsourcing your internet marketing stuff, I highly recommend the Philippines because you you pay someone, you'll find a, someone good for around $500 a month full-time. Uh-huh. Actually, that's you, you can even get it cheaper than that. Mm. Well, I'm not uh, actually looking for an outsource. I'm looking for a job. <laughs> oh, you're looking for a job. Yep, sorry. So I earn goal. extra money while I'm trying to get my own work uh, underway because I'm finding I'm a little bit tight on the budget at the moment. Okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Right, right. Um, sorry, I'll just, <coughs> because we're going a bit over time, I'm going, to go to the last, I'm going to go to the last point, and that is if you do let someone go, repeat steps to the second step onwards until you find someone you're happy with. So basically, um, you repeat all those steps that we just went through. Mm-hmm. You, you repeat all of them um, until, and, and you just keep doing that until you find someone you're happy with. So basically, you go, you go back to your uh, list, uh, your inbox where you've got all those resumes that people have sent in to you, find the next resume, contact that person, have the same chat. If you feel good about them, get them to do the first, get them to do that task, that challenging task again on the first day. If you're happy with the results and they report back, keep keep them on until you know you're you're at the point where you know, hey, this person's gonna definitely stay on. Um, and then you can stop looking. So is there any questions or comments about outsourcing? Yes, uh, it's TK. Um, well, apparently uh, you are in a position, in a good position, right, where you can employ somebody full time. Um, what about those? Uh, say, you know, actually, I'm seriously considering, right, starting something like this uh, in the near future, but I may not be able to say, uh, you know, hire a full time person, right, right at the beginning. So. Yep. Um, so I may have to do, you know, say the contract bits, right? Until, you know, I mean, there are some good results and uh, I'm able to, you know, to do it like full time, to offer a yeah. full time position, right? So what's yeah. the next best thing, you know, uh, if you need somebody uh, to, to do a fair bit of substantial work, uh, you know, uh, to get the scheme going and then, uh, yeah. you know, if the work is set, Satisfactory, right? Then, um, yep. you know, you, you 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 know, you go on to to uh, in a full higher position. Okay, yeah, good. So, like online jobs, for example, you can um, you can post a job that is freelance or short term. You can post a part time job or a full time job. So, if you want to start someone out, uh, just test them out. Maybe start them on part time, and you can actually tell them whether it's twenty hours a week or fifteen or ten hours a week. Um, and uh, pay them according to their time, uh, or you could even, you know, uh, see if someone wants to start with you freelance or short term. Freelance or short term might not be the best one if you want them eventually. You want the person to stay with you long term, because if some people that accept freelance short term jobs, they they, te- they tend to to want to kind of do those ones if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So I'd recommend um, if you're looking to eventually have them full time. I recommend posting a part-time job, mm-hmm. however many hours a week you want to post it for. Like if you're willing to pay, um, you know, $100 a week for someone that's willing to work 10 hours, for example, mm-hmm. um, and then you you post that. So. Okay. So, uh, all right. According to your previous experience, right, are there many people 
willing to do that in the Philippines. Uh, for those, uh, say, you know, part-time, say, say, you know, 100 bucks uh, for 10 hours job. Oh, okay. Yeah, look, um, I... I've only ever hired full time, but I'm sure I'm sure there's a lot of people who are happy to do part time, because you got to remember too, there's there's most probably people that that are that are happy to do it as a second job initially. Mm. So so let's say someone has the skills and and but they don't have a they don't have a full time job, uh, online job that they'd rather be doing. So they have to they got some other job that they're working. You know, they might be working. You know in a food court or something, who knows what, you know, whatever. They could be working mm-hmm. as a truck driver, yeah. whatever. Uh, so they're happy to, to do the 10 hours out after outside their normal work, mm-hmm. 10 hours a week. Uh, and then when you're ready to go full-time with them, you know, if you're offering the type of money, you know, the money you're offering is most likely going to be better than their full-time job and they'll just continue working with you full-time. Mm-hmm. You know, so there's. I think there's a lot of people in situations like that, or and I'm sure there's even a lot of people that don't have a job at all, would like a full time job, but they're happy just to take anything. They'll take the part time job. No, especially if they know that if it works out, you're gonna get, you're gonna make them full time. Yeah. Okay. That's a good. Uh, yes, that's a good tip. And then you know, um, well, with this uh, outsourcing, right? I may actually uh, put in a support ticket. I seldom, you know, as as you know, I seldom put any support ticket, which is uh, not very good. But uh, I may need some assistance in this area. So I'll let you know uh, as soon as I, you know, I know what okay. I'm going to do. Yeah. yeah, that'd be great. Yes. Thank you, TK. Thanks. Uh, any, any, uh, thank you. Any, any other comments or questions anyone had before we end today's call? I have a question, John. How do you deal with them? Do you have a contract with them? Are they responsible for taxes there? And do you pay by PayPal? Okay, yeah. Look, really good questions. Thank you for bringing that up. Yes, I pay via PayPal. Um, when I pay them, I, I pay after they've done their work. Uh, whether it's you know the first week after the the day, like at the end of the day, or I pay them at the end of the week after their week of work. So what I do, I pay. Um, you know, when you pay someone on PayPal, you have an option, whether it's family or friends, or whether it's goods or services. I select the family and friends option. The reason is so that they don't incur a fee. Okay. Okay. I and and it's only and I I incur the fee, but it's only a very small one. Okay. Mm-hmm. Because I want them to have their pay. I don't want them to, you know, because if you if you pay them as a goods or uh, goods or services, you know, it's like whatever PayPal charge three percent or whatever it is. So for them, it's you know quite a bit of money. So I, that's how I I pay via PayPal. I, I select the family and friends option uh, to pay them. Um, Excuse me, John. Yes. Uh, what what do you select? What do you say? When you pay someone via PayPal, you have a choice. When you're sending someone money, yeah. when you use the send money feature, yeah, it, there's a choice whether you're gonna you're paying for goods and services or you're paying for fam, you're paying family or friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. So you you so, select family and friends, is it to minimize yeah. their their cost? Exactly. So that they that they don't get charged a fee. Oh, okay. So they they get their full pay. I want them to get their full pay. Okay. Thanks. That's something I do. I'm not saying you have to do that, but that's what I do. Yeah, I get them to sign immediately when they, uh, before they even start their first day. They they have to sign a non-disclosure agreement. Okay. So does it, does anyone know what that is? Uh, yes. 
doesn't know what that is. Yes, uh, you know, you do that uh, so that, you know, whatever you give them is like, you know, commercial uh, secret and, uh, you know, they can't simply go and tell the world about it. Exactly, exactly. So they can't go and, you know, if while they're working with you or even after they finish working with you, they can't go and tell your competitors and whatever the, the stuff you're doing and, and all that kind of stuff. They can't go and sell your your content or anything like that. Um, so uh, now non-disclosure agreements, You, if you do a search on Google, you can find some that you can just modify yourself uh, just to personalize it. You know, you get them to sign it. You both actually sign it. Give them the, the copy, just a scanned copy. And um, so you need, you'll do that to protect yourself. Now, besides that, look, the, the great thing about outsourcing, there's no red tape like, you know, you don't have to worry about dismissal laws or anything like that. Do you know what I mean? It's just as simple as, hey, the, the agreement is, besides a non-disclosure agreement, you, you, you discuss the job position, you discuss how much they're going to get paid, any bonuses, what hours and days are going to work. And if you both agree, that's it. You, know, you just agree to it. They start, you pay them. Um, if you need to let them go, you just let them go. John, so, what's, a re- what's a reasonable rate that you pay them in the Philippines? Or is that... Okay. Just- yep, yep. Um, it will depend on their skill set. Mm-hmm. There's people willing to work anywhere from uh, twelve to 13,000 PHP per month to four times that amount or more. Now, uh, what's so, that in Australian like, dollars? So that in Australian dollars, like twelve thousand PHP, is around uh, two hundred and eighty dollars Australian. So, there's people willing to work from you from two hundred and eighty dollars onwards per month. Per month. Now, again, again, you if you're willing to train the like this, if the stuff that you have the for the person to do is very a mundane task and it doesn't require a lot of brain power or skill and you're happy to train them, mm. I, you know, you can look for someone that's willing to work for that much and that has a good attitude and just train them up. Just show them what you need need for them to do. Oh, okay. Mm. <clears throat> All right. So uh, any other questions? Okay. Uh, sorry. I, I, I like to ask, uh, say, you know, that uh, 12, uh, 12, Thousand is it? K PHP. Um, it's about two hundred eighty dollars. Uh, that's for full time. Is that right? Yeah, you you can find people full time for that amount. Yeah. Okay. What about you know, say at the beginning when you want to do some contract work and on hourly hourly uh, basis. Right. How much? Yeah. yeah. How much? Uh, I'm not sure. I've I've never looked at that. Uh, but you can when you go to onlinejobs.ph when you're searching through yes. the profiles, you can actually you can actually see how much they're willing to work for. They actually all the uh, profiles of all the people looking for work. They'll actually tell you how much they're willing to be paid on a um, monthly say, or weekly just, or daily basis. Yeah, exactly. They tell you all that kind of stuff. So let me go. If I can, I'll just try to bring up a profile, bring up one of these randomly. So actually, it's the Philippine people that are advertising on this site to get jobs, and like yourself, will go on this line to have a look to see what's available and what you want them for. Is that how it works? Yeah, there are people in the uh, Philippines Filipinos. that are looking for work. They advertise yes. on this online jobs PH, 
You exactly. come along, you open up the line, and you have a look to see what's available for the t- tasks that you want to performed on you That's know right. that and if they come if they fit the criteria then you contact them yes yeah, so there's two ways you can you, that's right you can go you can post a job and wait for people to contact you or you can um actually appro- look through profiles and approach specific people because you can actually see you can actually see if someone has been hired by someone else or not because when you hire someone through online jobs you can actually click on you can go to their profile and click on this mark as hired button and so everyone knows oh that person's been hired ah okay so so either, I, I prefer people to come to me rather than me go and searching profiles because it i know that it takes too eager. much time to search all the profiles anyway wouldn't it exactly that, that that as well so you can advertise on this online jobs that you're looking for a specific person for a specific job or whatever it is yeah, so I, I put my very specific job description, like like we went through at the beginning. I you can also tick. Um, they, they give you a list of skills, mm. like graphic skills and office skills and uh, SEO skills, webmaster skills, all these specific things like WordPress and Aweber and all that kind of stuff, and and typing speed, English communication. They they. You, for every person's profile, they can actually tell you out of five. They give themselves a five-star rating. Uh-huh. So if they if they're got a really good typing speed, they might put five-star. Uh, if their um, Aweber skills are you know so-so, they might give themselves a two or three-star. Oh, okay. So you can actually um, check their profile and actually see exactly where they are in each area, how good their skills are. Uh-huh. Yeah. Now, when I'm looking at one of the profiles, it does mention here. The desired so this person I'm looking at right now he's got a desired salary where he's put he actually puts it himself uh, how much he wants per month um, so I'm not sure if people if people want contract maybe there they'll put how much they're willing to get paid per hour mm-hmm. um, under the desired salary section they might put you know uh, how, however many PHP per hour they want to get paid oh I see. I've actually gone to the site now. You're like the webmaster. They've got 7,309 webmaster resumes. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so oh, WordPress uh, experts. It's a good selection then. Yeah, a very good yeah, selection. And, and, and it's not – it's anything really that can be done – where you don't you don't need the face to face. I'll give you an example. So let's say you got a high ticket product that you're selling, like Orika, for example, right? Let's say Orika wants to hire someone. Let's say Orika is getting a lot of leads, and she wants to call them all, but she can't because she just doesn't have the time. She doesn't have the team built up yet. You can hire someone in the Philippines to make the calls and and go through your script and and talk to people. So it's you, there's lots of different ways you can use. You can use people to do your books. Okay, instead of hiring a bookkeeper uh, in Australia or the US, which will you can cost hire you an someone arm and a for. Yeah, you can hire someone for you know a third, a fifth, a tenth of the price, whatever. Uh, in the Philippines, that is very qualified. You can find very qualified bookkeepers or accountants mm. that actually do that stuff for you. Mm. So it's it's not just internet marketing skills we're talking about here. It's a variety of skills. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Now I've got, um, I believe, a good question. 
uh, how do you, uh, what's the best way to handle the tax bit of it? I mean, the, uh, say, you know, the tax uh, or the mean, uh, to legally minimize the tax uh, for yourself and, and the other party? Well, look, for them, I, I don't know. Yeah. I, I let them handle their tax. Yeah. Um, but for myself, it's just a business expense. Yeah. You know, yeah. paying yeah. outsources, I, it's fully tax deductible. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> So that's a, that's a good thing about you get know, yourself a good accountant, TK. No, I do. I do have a a good friend who's a charter accountant. Yeah. Mm. Mm -hmm. So, okay. yeah, he does my account. So, um, yeah, he'll be he'll find all the loopholes. Don't worry, and it'll all be in your favour. <laughs> Legally, yeah. yes. Illegally, yes. No, <laughs> legally, not illegally. Legally, of course. Everything we do is legal. Of course, it is. Of course. Do you know? Do you know? Most of the million millionaires uh, pay very minimum minimal amount of tax. Yeah. Yeah. I had. Um, oh. Uh, yeah. That's, that's right. Well, look, in Australia at the moment. <laughs> yeah. That's right. Yeah. That's yeah. right. That's in in Australia. You know. I mean that's. Uh, you know, it's a little bit unfair, I think, but uh, but that's how they do it, and they are legal. You know. Or what they do, uh, I mean. Yeah. So, the, so the thing, TK, is then we sh we should become millionaires so we can hire accountants that do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah, but look, I don't mind to pay tax if I'm earning a lot of money to pay tax. Hey. That's yeah, okay. that's fine. That's fine. Or you can you can do some, uh, you know, you give the money to charitable organization if you if you don't like the tax system that much, you know. So. You you give more to the charity uh, and uh, less to the tax people. If mm -hmm. if yeah. you if you if you want to you know do that, I think you can. Yeah. All right. Any other uh, questions or comments about outsourcing? Not at the moment. By the look okay. of it. Okay. Good. Well, look, we we gone for a lot of stuff. I I think it's really valuable the stuff that went to today about goals and strategies and achieving our goals and about outsourcing. So. I uh, hope you found it valuable and got a lot out of it. Um, anything during the week that you have questions with, as always, put in the support ticket. Uh, I'll write it down. Julie and I. <laughs> yeah, we'll, we'll write it down and bring it to the call mm. next week. Um, Julie and I, will get we'll, you and I will get on a conference call right now, one-on-one. -on -one. Oh, not a conference call. We'll get on a one-on-one -on -one call yeah, yeah. straight after this one okay. so we can have a look at that issue. All right, thanks. Thank you, everyone. I really appreciate you being on the call. Have a great week. Yeah, yeah, thanks, John. Bye. I think this is a very useful session. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. A transcript summary of today's podcast, including links to sites mentioned, is available on my blog at johnlagodakis.com. That's J-O-H-N-L-A-G-O-U-D-A-K-I-S.com. And if you'd like help, setting up your own successful internet marketing business. I highly recommend you check out my free webinar at makemoneywithjohn.com. Thank you for joining us on this audio program. For more online success strategies, visit makemoneywithjohn.com.